0: Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, This next episode uh, is going to continue as it was recorded. um, But I wanted to talk beforehand. Make sure I spoke on this. Um, Last Friday, uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, passed away at 42 of colon cancer. I really wanted to say something because I'm really into comic book movies. I'm really into... Marvel movies. I'm really into Chadwick Boseman as a person. He's such a good guy. Um, he did a lot for the culture. He also did a lot for young kids, and to see the Black Panther. Um, and we talk about the Black Panther because it's a it's a huge movie. It's a it's a big deal. Um, but he did a lot for kids and especially black kids, um, and black people in general, to be fair, while I do agree that there have been black superheroes before Black Panther, um, no black superhero movie had the budget. They weren't sought after like that. And besides Blade, no one can really name any of the other movies. So, for this to be not just a deal, but a huge deal, really, really spoke to, um, hey, Chadwick Bozeman, I think he did a great job. He's, he seems like a great person. Um, every single time he talked, um, he said great things, to be honest. Um, while his death definitely you know threw off a lot i don't know what to say honestly um but even though it was definitely a hard blow um the the best thing was that his family his camp they were able to break the news to us the common folk and we didn't hear from it from a gossip site also He was able to be with his family, his wife, um, and his family in his last days. So I wanted to speak on that before this episode, this episode was recorded two weeks ago, I believe. So I wanted to make sure I said something beforehand and I didn't want to gloss over it because it was really important. I talked to my son about it. I know he was really sad and broken up about it. And so was I, to be honest, um, yeah, Chadwick Boseman uh, will be remembered, but not just for Black Panther. He was in Black Panther. He also played Thurgood Marshall, a prominent true figure. He also played James Brown, a prominent figure. Um, he, he was a student of the craft of acting, and he did well. Um, go check out his movies if you haven't. Oh, he's also Jackie Robinson. I'm tripping. Shoot. Another prominent figure in the black community. Um, he did a lot with his short amount of life. It's always weird when we talk about how young people are, you know, that sometime when we're younger, we believe 40 years old to be old. Um, but he was 42 and he was young. So, Either way, I wanted to speak on that, and I wanted to speak on Chadwick Boseman. Uh, rest in peace to him. Um, and here's the rest of the podcast. All right, and welcome back to Staying Off Topic with your host, Keith Anderson. Um, it's been a while, guys. It's been a while. Um, first off, thank you for tuning in. Um, I appreciate the love, the support. I also appreciate, you know, the feedback, positive criticism. (laughs) Um, I just want to say, no, really, honestly, I really do appreciate it. People have really been uh, listening to the podcast. I know I'm only a couple episodes in. I'm not famous. I'm not all that. Whatever it is, what it is, but I appreciate the support. Um, I used to always think I didn't get a lot of support. Uh, Do I wish I had more? Sure. But, um it's okay though honestly it's way more than I thought I would get to be fair and I know I'm not polished I know I make mistakes and I know everything isn't amazing but I definitely still appreciate the support um with that being said um you can follow me on Twitter I'm always on Twitter uh at staying off uh on Twitter um the podcast is on Spotify uh it's also on Apple podcasts and wherever you can find all podcasts as well. Um, Google podcasts and, you know, stitcher, things like that, whatever podcast platform you listen to, uh, you can definitely find me on all those. Um, lastly, um, and this is just, you know, little house notes. Uh, someone asked me about YouTube. So in a couple of my episodes, I definitely told you guys to follow me on YouTube. Um, my YouTube page is up it is staying off topic podcast, uh, on YouTube. Um, unfortunately I w I haven't been able to upload any videos. I haven't been able to upload my audio to video to YouTube. Uh, so I do apologize about that. Um, I'm trying to get that fixed, but YouTube is a lot harder than I thought. (laughs) So, uh, actual videos, can definitely be uploaded super easy but the other videos i'm trying to upload uh are not so uh i am definitely working on that um so i'll get that fixed as soon as possible um i think i just have to buy some new software which i just did so um stay tuned for the youtube page hopefully i can make it fun and interactive i don't know guys um a couple things i want to talk about let's first so let's talk about one of my favorite things to talk about kanye west if you know me if you know keith you know that i absolutely love kanye i think he is a genius i think he's one of the best artists that music has ever produced i think he as a producer he's amazing i think as a rapper he's in my top five um I think if you listen to the way he spoke in his earlier years up until probably about four or five years ago, even four years ago, I think what he was saying is amazing. There's this video of him talking about motivation and the mo- he says, if you're a fan of my music and you listen to my music, then you believe in yourself. It's like, I'm just a motivator. I'm just a gasoline for your fire. And I absolutely believed him. I absolutely do believe him. And I still believe that's true. Side note, he is crazy. And I don't mean to play that off as something bad. He has issues and I don't support him as far as running for president. So let's talk about that. So him running for president is not only a mistake, but if you vote for him, I think you're making a huge mistake. Um, I don't want to say you're throwing away your vote. But what I will say is that he hasn't come out with a platform. That's a problem. November is three months away, two months and some change until voting. And he hasn't come out with a platform at all. That's a problem as much as I love his music and I'll listen to his music, I listened to his whole entire catalog at work the other day. Um, Well, it took a couple days, but you get what I'm saying. Um, But I literally played his songs from beginning to end of all of his albums uh, at work. I worked like 10 hours a day. So literally from start to finish, I listened to his album nonstop uh, every single one. So as much as I like his music, Let me tell you what I don't like. I don't like the fact that he doesn't have a platform. You can't tell me you're running for president and don't have a platform. Your platform can't be you crying on stage about the thought of you having an abortion for your daughter. A platform can't be you on Twitter going on a Twitter rant for two and a half hours about rando stuff like how you miss jay-z how chris is chris jenner you you guys know these people so i'm just gonna say what i say um how chris is uh trying to break up your family and how kim tried to put you in a mental hospital it sounds like you need to be there my, my guy it really does because you cannot do the things you're doing and expect people to take you serious now some people are going to vote for him because of popularity because they like him whatever i can't do that four years ago when he said he was running in 2020 i was like i can get behind him because of what he was saying because of what he was talking about and because of his influence i thought that's a viable situation i honestly did because also shit, trump was president so i figured shit, if trump can do it everybody can do it right like i'm not saying trump did good but i'm just saying anybody can do it because, you know, if I want to get into politics, we're talking, you know, both sides are corrupt, both sides are whatever. We're playing, you know, two sides of a card. Uh, we're picking the lesser of two evils, whatever you want to call it. That's what we're doing. And that it, it is what it is at this point. But I thought he had a fighting chance. And then he started going. He started being ridiculous. Listen, do not fall for the for the okie doke. I don't know if he's still in cahoots with Donald Trump. He said he's not. So I have to take him for his word. He said he's not. But let me tell you something that he is doing. He is talking when he tweets and things like that. He talks about running against Biden, not winning the presidency. He talks about running against Biden. He goes, the one tweet said, oh, I can I can definitely be Biden for some state. And I was like, So, what about Trump? Do you think you can beat him like he's still running? He's still president now, and he still has voters. Not you know what? Not only that. Let me tell you about something else. My my guy is the definition of late registration. My guy isn't getting his registration on time to get to be on the ballot. He missed being on the ballot in Wisconsin by fourteen sec fourteen seconds, fourteen seconds. That's ridiculous. Like you you that's not first off, it's irresponsible. I'm not voting for you, A, for that one reason. For that one reason alone, I can't vote for you. And because he tried to argue, which I don't know how this worked out for him, but he tried to argue five o'clock in 14 seconds isn't 5.01. It doesn't matter. You gotta have it in before five, my guy. If you gotta have it in before five on whatever day, turn it in the Friday before, the Saturday before, the Monday before. Don't wait till the day of, you know, end of business. Come on, man. We know what the deal is. You got to have everything in the right order to get it going. And you're going to sit here and tell me you want to run for president. I can't trust you. I didn't trust him. And now you want me to trust you? No, that's not that's not the way to go, man. My guy needs help. I feel bad for the man. And on a separate note, I know man, I never really wanted to talk about this. But I know a lot of people don't like Kim Kardashian. I I okay, fine. If you don't like Kim Kardashian, that's cool. Good for you. I'm happy for you. But Kanye went broke. He was basically bankrupt. What did she need him for anymore? Because the whole narrative of the Kardashian clan Kardashian clan Jenner narrative is they use you until they don't need you anymore. Kanye has four kids. He went broke. Why would she still be with him? I'm not saying they they love each other more than anyone else in the world because I'm sure being married has his own trials and tribulations. But if their plan is to use you until they don't need you, Kanye has put out two last two albums have been disappointing to some. The money, the music hasn't been there for some people. The money hasn't been there for him. And he was broke. He was bankrupt for a while to where he needed to borrow money from Kim. What did he need? What did she need him for anymore? And she's still there. I don't understand this notion that they only need you and then they don't. I don't believe that. I believe that they're real people. They love fame, and they love doing anything to get fame. But why would I? Why? Why would I marry Kanye West at peak fame? Right, like he he was definitely at the peak fame, and then not leave him when he hit bottom. Because that's what they're That's the narrative, right? That she's going to leave, and she's been trying to help him. They've been talking. They've been. Um, they got caught talking in the parking lot. She was crying or whatever. Uh, she tried to get him help to a doctor. He tweeted that. I don't understand this narrative and I understand the, the background of the narrative, which I won't talk about, but I don't understand this whole situation where people are doubting if their marriage is real. They've been together for like seven, eight years or something like that. It's crazy long. Uh, longer than a lot of marriages out here, and you're gonna sit here in doubt. I I know I know a girl who's been married like four times, changed her name each time, and she just got married again. And I'm like, what? I, and you're you're complaining about an eight year marriage? That's crazy to me, bro. Like seriously, I don't understand. I, I guess I just don't get it. But either way, do not vote for Kanye West. Buy his next album, but don't vote for the man. Like honestly, whatever. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna buy his next album. His Christian album was actually really good. I loved it. It was amazing. He got the clips on there and there was like one cuss word. I think he said hell or something like that. Or damn or something. And that was it. And I was like, man, this is a great album. And I, I like I like gospel. So it was good for me. You know, it might have been good for you, but it was good for me. But Either way, um, a couple things, um, if you're listening to me, I know I get really preachy sometimes, so I'm not sorry about it, so let's not even act like I am. Um, (laughs) I get, I get really preachy sometimes, but one thing I want you guys to do is something that I've been talking about with a lot of people, um, mental health through, uh, Quarantine, and you gotta make sure. Listen, I know some of you are out of quarantine. Not everybody is, but most of you are. But let's let's go back to March. March, we me <clears throat> me my girlfriend and my son. We started quarantine March St. Patrick's the seventeenth, so March eighteenth. That's when we stopped going outside. Okay, um, we went to the grocery store like every two weeks. And then that was it. We spent like $300 every two weeks and that was it. But we didn't go anywhere else. We didn't need to go anywhere else. I didn't buy gas for two and a half months. Honestly, I really didn't because I didn't need to. My car got broken into, but we didn't go anywhere. And I know me and I'm very much a homebody. So being at home like that actually was helpful for me. It actually helped my mental state more than going to work because I get burnt out at work. I don't, I to go off topic. I don't, I don't believe the human, the human condition is to be born, go to school for 18 years. Um, Is it 18 years? 12, four for college, kindergarten, that's 17, preschool, 18 years. I don't think the human condition is to go to school for 18 years. Leave school, get a job, good or not, work for another 30 or 40 years, retire, and then die five years later. That can't be what we're here for, guys. I honestly don't believe that. If you believe that, that's that's what you want to do. I'm fine with that. But there's no way that's my condition in life. There's no way that's what I, I don't want to do that in life. So I get really burnt out on work. So I've had a few jobs over the years and I've had a few quote unquote careers over the years and I'm never, I don't really feel bad about any of that. I feel bad once someone said something about me working more jobs than she did and I thought she was just a trash person and I was, I felt bad. I was like, man, how are you going to come at me? But then I'm like, oh shit, you know, et cetera. So... <clears throat> For me, I don't really feel bad anymore. I actually got a lot of clarity on it. I'm not supposed to work this much. That's not my life. It can't be my life. My life cannot be just sitting at anywhere I work. I don't care where I work. If it's at a desk, at a restaurant, at a factory, whatever. My job, my I can't. That can't be my only, uh, you know, goal in life. And so to the people who wanna. You know, we need to be back at work. We're out of quarantine, mama. Start a hobby, my guy. Do something productive with your life. Because honestly, going to this office to make someone else a billionaire or to make someone else a millionaire or to go to an office for 50, 40, 56 hours a week, that doesn't seem like the move. Okay. That doesn't seem like that's something that we are we are born to do. And I know I may sound like a hippie, but there's no way that you can tell me you live, school, work, die. That cannot be it. That that you think that's what they had in store whoever whoever you believe in, you think that's what they had in store for us. You think that's what the re, that's what we're supposed to do. You know, so I don't I don't believe or agree in this. Hey, you work hard, You know, you work all these hours and then you'll be able to live better later on. That's not what I'm supposed to do. Why can't I live good now? Okay. That's the one thing quarantine taught me is that I can be in a house, be with my family and have a good mental state. And I've realized through Facebook and Twitter that some of you can't do that. I may have talked about this before, but some of you need therapy. Okay. You need therapy um i believe i need therapy you know but i believe some of you need therapy i think i think some of you guys need to talk out exactly what's going on with you because your need to be around people 24 7 is disgusting okay i'm not saying never be around people because again i was around my family the whole quarantine so i'm i was cool But what i am saying is your need to be around a group of people on a daily basis that's why i always love those pictures and i saw a meme about it but it's like oh could you live here for a month for x amount of money well we got that though right like We got that, we got an extra $600 to stay our asses in a house, and some of you couldn't do it. Knowing that you were getting the money the, week, the next week and the week after and the week after, you still couldn't sit down, be still, and just chill. And it's like, those memes are invalid now. No one posts those memes anymore, to be fair, because they're like, no, I can't do it. Because you can't, you cannot do it, and honestly, I think everyone needs their mental health checked. I think you need it checked. I think if you've been thinking about therapy, I think you should go. I think I think if you've been thinking um if you've been thinking like I said, if you've been thinking about therapy, I think you need to go. I think if you've been having a hard time dealing with the quarantine, I think you need to go to therapy. I think if you've been having a hard time dealing with not seeing people, I think you need to go to therapy. I honestly believe that. And to the people who's are going to listen to this, regardless of who you are, I still believe that to my black community, it's not mine. I don't own it, but <laughs> there is, I mean, I'm going to let some people in who listen to this who are not black. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Um, and it's a, it's a fucked up secret, but I know for a fact that Therapy in the black community is not sought after. It's not something that we believe helps. Now, when I say we believe, I don't mean like, oh, psychiatrists, they're dumb. No, it's more or less like we're a a religious community. I would say 80 to 90 percent of us go to church. Okay, Uh, or if we don't go to church, we go to church, you know, once, twice, three times a year. All right. If we have problems, the first person we talk to is an older person, right? Mom, dad, grandma, whatever. That person talks to the pastor or the preacher or they'll pray for you. That's how we solve our mental problems because and I'll tell you where it comes from. You may or may not know this. Mental problems are seen as the the mental problems are seen uh, by the black community as being fixed by drugs. OK, whether it's true or not, that's what it's seen as. OK, drugs from doctors. I know you guys have been seeing this a lot, but doctors treat black people differently, whether you believe it or not, whether you think it or not, it's the facts. OK, and I'm not saying all doctors So kind of fuck down. But what I am saying is that black people do get treated differently. It was a widely known uh, practice that black people could tolerate more pain than white people, which we know that not to be true. But that was the widely known practice. So, you know, scale of one to ten, what's your rating like on to ten? Eh, Well, you can handle that. So we're going to downgrade you to a five. okay? so that's kind of how it was. It wasn't like if it's a 10, wow, it must really be a 20. No, it was the opposite way. Like, okay, if you're if you're rating your pain as a 10, it's probably really a five. But you're just over exaggerating. That's what it is. So you get less medicine. You get whatever. Also, it also goes back to the Tuskegee Airmen Experiment, uh, Tuskegee Airmen Experiment, Um, where they gave them syphilis on purpose and they were test dummies for this. Okay. So black people have a very bad distrust about medicine pills and things like this. So they take a more holistic approach and I can be, and I'll tell you that I do the same. Okay. Um, so that's what it is. So physical, I'm sorry. So therapy in itself is not going to help because they're just going to prescribe me a pill and I'm going to have to take that pill and I'm going to get hooked and I become a pill head. That is what it's thought, whether it's said out loud or not, that's what it's thought. And I know for a fact that I know, I don't know anybody uh, besides my sister who's been in therapy and the reason why she's in therapy in my opinion, and I'm sorry if I'm being whatever, um, that's because, you know, she went to war, right? Nine eleven. She was in the, She was in the armed forces and she went overseas. That is a very, and I talked to her about it and I was like, what do you think about therapy? She was like, it helped me. And I was like, I can, thank you for letting me know that. And so for me, I want to do therapy. I need to do therapy, but I think you all do too. Maybe not every single one of you, but there are some of you who are holding on to working every single day. And here's the thing. I'm not lazy. If you know me, if you know me at any point in time, I can tell you for a fact, Jack, that I have worked circles around you. And the funny thing is me working circles around you is me taking a break. Let me tell you why, because no matter what job I have, I'm a smart guy. A, I do the job more efficiently than most people and also B, I do it better than most people. That's just how I feel about myself and what I've been told about my work objectively. Okay. For me, I know that I am not better than most people, so don't take this out of context, but when it comes to work, I can be better than most people. And when it comes to the work that I've done, I usually am better. So, have always been the best. No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying though is that whatever job I had when I was in a restaurant, I was one of the best servers. Why? Because I knew I knew what I was doing. But because I was one of the best servers and I tried to work efficiently as po- the most, I try to work as efficiently as possible. Guess what? I was in the back taking a break. Why? because I've done my job, okay? So when someone said, hey, I need help, yeah, I can help you because I'm not doing anything. And it's always like, Keith, how are you not busy? Because this job is easy. It may be hard for you, but it's easy for me. And because at the end of the day, and this happened a lot, at the end of the day, Keith, you didn't do any work today. How much money do you make? Well, I made X amount. How much you make? X amount. Yeah, substantially less than I made. And I didn't do anything because I know what I'm doing, okay? It's just like at the job that I'm at now, they love when I work. I don't like doing the work, but it's an easy job. I know how to do it, and I know how to do it effectively and efficiently. So I get a lot of kudos and praise. Unfortunately, the job that I do now isn't about kudos and praise. It's just about, hey, how long have you been here? That's when you get a raise. Uh, how long have you been here? That's a job you get. it's unfortunately not about work ethic, but I can't turn it off. Right. So I still work harder than most people, but I don't have to, but I can't turn it off. So, so it's not about being lazy. And that's what the false narrative is. (sighs) You're lazy. You don't want to work. You want to live off the government. No, not at all. I just don't want to work 60 hours a week because that's what I've been working. I don't work 70 hours a week because that's what I've been working. I want to work 30 hours a week. I can deal with that kind of money. Okay. I want to work 20 hours a week so I can spend the rest of the time with my family. Okay. And that's the point. So there's no way back to the topic at hand. There's no way that as a human in our human condition in our human body that we're supposed to just work, sleep, eat, die. Okay, there's there's no way that's a, that there's no way that's a thing, so either way, if you've been thinking about getting help, please get help. I'll get off my soapbox after I tell you this, but please get help. I'll stop being preachy after this, but please get help because listen, you you don't want to wait till it's too late. Now, I'll be honest with you guys, I know I would do, I know we talked about this before, but two years ago, man, I went through a, a real sort of depression and I really didn't have the help like therapy that I could go get. Um, I was working a job and I was only at that job just to make, you know, I, it really wasn't even ends me. I was fortunately, I had some really good supporters in my background that really helped me, but. It was, it was a pretty bad depression, man. I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to wake up. I didn't want to go to sleep. It was just, it was like a, it was a cycle of bad things. I was eating uncontrollably. I was drinking alcohol uncontrollably and it got to the point where I lost my car. I couldn't pay any of my bills for about a good three months and I was walking to and from work. Ironically, I had two jobs at the time. So it wasn't for the lack of money. I could have made money, but it was a lack of motivation. And it was me being depressed. I didn't know I was depressed at first. I thought it was just motivation, but it was depression. And I knew that. And unfortunately, at the time, a lot of people don't know this, but I accepted a job that paid me significantly less than I was making at the previous job. But I thought that that was my way to get out of depression, and it actually only made it worse. Um, It increased my drinking and increased my eating and it increased, uh, you know, my sadness, I guess. I don't know. But again, I know how to do my job, so I still did my job effectively. Um, But I hated every single second of it, to be honest with you. I didn't like it. I didn't like any part of it. Um, I feel bad because I I lied to the owner. I told him, you know, I said, like, oh, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And I never was good. I was never good. Um, I'm not going to speak bad on him or the place that I was working at. But, I mean, the conditions, I'm not going to speak bad about it. So, I'm just going to speak on me. I didn't want to be there ever. Um uh, there was an agreement that I can work as many hours as I need to. Um, as long as, you know, I get the job done. So, you know, he knew I had a kid. He knew I wanted to be at home with my kid. And so he was like, as long as you hit your 40, I don't care what time you come in. Um, I did the 40, but I did it at my own pace and it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Because so just for example, the place opened up at six a.m. I was a general manager, by the way. So the job opened up at six a.m. So as a general manager, I, I got full control over everything. Um, a job opened up at six a.m. I usually got in around nine and ten o'clock in the morning because um, the workers opened up at six a.m. I didn't have to be there at six, so I don't want to. I don't want you to think I'd be there at six and I didn't show up till 10. That's hilarious. But <laughs> that's not what happened. But what happened was I would get there at 10 and then, you know, my son would get out of school around two, uh, about three o'clock. I'll go pick him up, drop him off at home and then go back to work. That I would only do that sometimes. I didn't do it all the time. So I only did that sometimes. So let's say on the days that I didn't do that, I left around five o'clock. Okay. Um... I didn't do that every day though. Like I said, I got there around nine or 10. I left around four or five. So I never really, I'll be honest. I didn't work 40 hours for a while because I was like, I don't need to plus the, plus the business was doing good. Um, so that was the agreement. That's what we agreed on. That was my schedule. Um, the schedule kind of got tweaked. It, the owner wanted it to get tweaked and I told him no. Um, and it wasn't like I was being defiant. I just knew I couldn't do it because honestly, and I'm sorry, I got off topic. So I know what I was going to say. <laughs> I forgot. Sorry, guys. Uh, so the job opened up at 6 a.m. I came in around 10. I left around five. Let's just say. The place closed at 10 p.m. OK, but this place of business, again, I won't say, but there was a component of it that open that was open 24 hours just with no employees so people could come and go as they please for 24 hours but there were employees there from 6 a.m to 10 p.m okay hope you got that so from 6 a.m to 10 p.m that's when the place was quote unquote open okay so let me tell you some of my duties while the place was open so every employee answered to me and me only um so I got calls all day, every day. If I was at the place, obviously I was there. If I wasn't at the place, I would get calls or text messages. Um, I, really only could, I really only could rely on one person. Um, and then after that, it was like a revolving door of employees. Uh, there's reasons for that. Uh, that didn't have anything to do with me. Um, it was more to do with pay. And that's, that's not my fault. I didn't do that. So I couldn't control that. So, uh, pay in hours really, to be fair. So anyway, so I received calls to ten. So let's say, for example, I get off at five and I want to go to sleep early. Let's say I want to go to sleep at like nine o'clock, right? Well, I couldn't because I was so worried about getting calls from work that I couldn't go to sleep. Also. couldn't go to sleep without drinking which is a problem guys that is a problem so since i couldn't go to sleep without drinking and i couldn't go to sleep early without uh because of work i started drinking after work closed so 10 p.m 10 30 i would drink now once i started drinking i'm a big guy if you know me uh, it takes me a lot to Get drunk. So let's just say I would drink until like one, two o'clock in the morning. I'm waking up again at seven to either take my kid to school or to try to get ready for work. So I was getting four, or five, maybe, maybe six hours of sleep every day. Waking up with a hangover. Not really with a hangover, but I felt like shit because I was drinking shit. So, I mean, that's basically what it was. It wasn't like. Whatever it was a high quality or anything like that. So it was just drinking to get drunk so I can go to sleep. It was a problem. Again, I'm admitting I had a problem. I didn't have an alcohol problem. I had a depression problem. Okay, guys, I just want to be clear, right? Because there was times where I didn't have to drink. I didn't want to drink. So I didn't. Okay. I've never had an alcohol problem. If I want to stop drinking, I will stop. But I didn't want to because it was easier to go to sleep. I just couldn't sleep. And I know people are like, well, maybe I've heard this before because I've told someone this and they're like, maybe you had a drinking problem. I was like, let's say I did. Let's say I had a drinking problem. Let's say I couldn't go to sleep without drinking, um, which it was easier to go to sleep with drinking, but I could go to sleep without drinking. So I would go to sleep without drinking and feel fine. I didn't get the shakes or anything like that. I didn't get withdrawals. Sometimes I'll go, like I said, weeks without drinking, whatever. Um, but it was just easier to go to sleep. So I always felt this anxiety and that's really what it was. It was anxiety of going to sleep. That's what really fueled the drinking because I was like, I got to stay up, got to stay up. So a couple of the components that I was responsible for. So I was responsible for all the employees, which again, that was my job. I was also responsible for watching the cameras in the place for whatever behavior um it wasn't a bad place or anything like that but you know people do dumb shit sometimes so i had to always you know just check it i also had to check to make sure the employees were doing the work um i also was in charge of the social media pages of the business um and then of course i had to do the scheduling i had to do the payroll i had to do the ordering, the inventory, and I had to do repairs on, uh, the equipment. So you can only imagine how much I got paid, whatever you think I got paid, I got paid a lot less. So (laughs) whatever you think I got paid, I got paid less again. I understand it was a small business. I have no, I accepted the pay. Okay. So I don't want to not, again, I'm not talking bad about anybody, but I accepted the pay. I didn't, I didn't ask for more I should have but I didn't but I wanted to get into this business and I really wanted to I just wanted to be in the business like that was the whole thing I I wanted to get my foot in because I had aspirations blah blah blah. and I realized once I got in I was like I don't want to do this anymore and I don't I didn't want to do it at the capacity I was doing it I still want to be in the business but I didn't want to do it at the capacity I was doing it at I was like this is not what I signed up for um I was also, I was also responsible for the marketing and I was also responsible for going to business to business meetings, um, et cetera. And, uh, yeah. So just all the things. Um, so again, whatever you think I made for all that kind of work, whatever work you think it is, half it divided by two and then divide that by two. That's what I got paid. Okay. Again, I accepted it. That's my fault. Not their fault. It is what it is. Again, they were a small business. They were trying to make money. I understand. Uh, so I have no real ill feeling, ill, Ill will towards these people at all. So <sighs> I should have just turned it down, but I didn't. Um, also, the day before I got offered the job, I had a bad day at my previous job. Literally a bad day. Not like, it was just a bad day. And so when I got offered the job, I was like, absolutely, I'll take it. And that's what happened. I had a bad day. And I took it. And and that's when I realized I was kind of unhinged. I was doing things that weren't healthy for me and working. That job was not healthy for me. And th- from that moment, I still had my car at that point. I was still paying my bills at that point, but it was tough because I wasn't making the money I needed to make to pay the bills I needed to pay. So what I did was I quit, I quit. I took two weeks off and I went back to a previous job that I had before. Not the previous job I had before, but a previous job I had before. (sighs) I was working one day a week, maybe. Uh, I was scheduled for five, but I was giving up shifts. I didn't want to work, and I just fell into this deep depression to where I quit the general manager job August. Of 2018 January 2019 no sorry December let's say the Christmas is the 25th so seven days before would be the what, 18th December 18th the week before Christmas car got repoled. didn't have a car uh, didn't get a car I didn't get that car back uh, I still had to pay 22,000 on the car it was a brand new car Um, I didn't get a car until January, let's say 20th of 2019. So about a month. Um, so yeah, it was a tough time for the, for the kid. And I really wasn't, I didn't know what to do. And then from that point, no, before that, the, from August until, this till till February actually. So no, nah, I'm not saying August. October till February, I didn't pay a single bill. I didn't pay a single bill. Okay. Uh cell phone, car, nothing. I was in a downward spiral. I had suicidal thoughts, but I wasn't suicidal. Um to be frank with everybody. But I didn't feel like anybody was in my corner. I, the previous job that I had before was a restaurant job. Then I had the general manager job. And then I went to a different restaurant job after that. Okay. My friends from the restaurant job stopped talking to me. The first restaurant job. they just like, we just stopped talking. We weren't really friends anymore. Blah, blah, blah. You know, people live their lives. And I understand that. I understand friendship is really about friendship is really about, uh, proximity. Is the word I'm looking for. It's not really. It, it, some friendships are. But most most friendships are proximity. If we don't work at the same job anymore. We aren't friends anymore. And that's really what happened. Um, so I didn't really make friends at the general manager job. So that's cool. And then the friends that I did have. At the new restaurant job. Uh, were okay. You know they were cool. Like they supported me for what I did. But we didn't hang out. Because I hadn't worked there in like three years. So. We weren't really great friends, but we were cool. So I didn't really have anybody to talk to, really. Um, My two best friends, you know, they have their own lives. So we only talk like once a month, maybe. So, um, you know, that that (laughs) that toxic masculinity, um, you don't really talk about problems like that with your friends. Not saying I couldn't. I could. Absolutely. I know they would listen to me. I know they'd be there to support me and vice versa. But. I just didn't, so they didn't know either. um it wasn't until I told them months later that all that happened, but yeah, it was a tough time in my life, and I remember it was so bad that I couldn't even you know take care of my kid and that and it would well, not take care of him, but it was like it was shitty, basically, and i and I personally feel like I did it to myself, but at the time, I just needed help, and the therapy would have been a great option to talk to somebody. But just like I always do, I self-correct it, um, and I, I don't mean this story to be like a triumphant story. It's actually a lesson that I learned that when I need help, I need to go get help. Um, but from January of that year, you know, I didn't pay bills until February. But from January of that year, I got denied a card. I got I got denied a, a car. Twice by two different people. I had to have my girlfriend sign for me a car, which was amazing. I love her. She's amazing. Um, I just felt, you know, disgraced. I felt disappointed in myself that I'm better than that. You know what I mean? So from January of that year, 2019, until it's August, 2020, I went from, you know, not having a car, not having this to, uh, 2019, I ended up getting a job that I applied for. That was a really good job, a union job. I know people like that. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, flaunt that. Uh, <laughs> I don't really care personally, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I got a pretty good job. Um, so that's, I applied for that, uh, in 2018, I got it in 2019. Uh, and I, I still work there now. I've been there for a year now. Um, but either way, sorry, off topic. Um, so from January of that year, actually, no, from June, because actually, I thought I was getting better and then I went back down again and I got depressed again and I stopped working again. Um, so it was kind of up and down thing. So I got my car and I, I was paying it because I didn't want to mess up, you know, my girlfriend's credit. So I was like, cause fuck me. I don't, you know. I was I feel shitty about myself anyway, so I was like, fuck me, but for her, I don't want to mess up her shit, because, you know, whatever, so I kind of went down and up, whatever, then like in June, I kind of self-corrected, so I said February, but it was kind of June, self-corrected, so from June, I started paying my bills, started paying back bills, started, you know, whatever, just not going out, not doing anything, and of course, you know, that's when friends call, like, hey, let's hang out, we haven't hung out in forever, blah, blah, and I'm just like, no, I'm good, I don't, no, And so like, I I really shunned off all my friends. So when I, I, when I said at the beginning of this, I said, talked about support. Like I really am surprised because I shunned a lot of people off because I felt like they shunned me off. Right. Like I felt like they weren't there for me. So when I wasn't there for them, of course, I'm like, well, now it's over. They're my friends. They shouldn't be that way, but that's the way it really is guys. And that's okay. It is what it is, but either way, but from June of that year, To June of this year. And remember, we had a three-month quarantine. March, April, May. Um, I went back to work June 1st. So, from June 1st of 2019. June 1st, 2020. I raised my credit score 160 points. Yeah, 160 points. I paid off all my debt. Um, The only thing I have left now is school loans. So, there's that uh (laughs) and um yeah i did uh we, we got our first apartment together me and my girlfriend and we're buying a house next year and uh what else did i do i did some other stuff too but either way um I'm really proud of that because I was so down deep in a depression that I just didn't want to live anymore, right? But I self-corrected, which doesn't happen often. And so the reason why I told you that whole long story for the last however many minutes is because... And sorry for rambling, but it's because if you need help, go get it. I needed help. I didn't go get it. So now that I know... I don't now that I need help again per se because I think something's wrong with me every day I think something's wrong with me. I'm, I'm, I'm psycho but <laughs> um, I know that I can go get help. I have the actual means I have the actual opportunity to go get help now because I do. So I know that that's the route that I need to take and I'm I'm expressing my opinion no. I'm expressing my. I'm letting you know that if you need help, go get it simple and plain. That's it. Just go get it. If you need to talk to somebody and talk to somebody, go get it. If you need to talk to me, I'll be honest. I can't handle it. So don't. Um but go get it, you know, everyone needs help, everyone needs someone to talk to, go get it, if you got it, go get it, if you're significant, you know whose job is not, your significant other, they're not, they're not your guidance counselor, they're not your therapist, they're not your psychiatrist, your pastor probably isn't either, okay, so yeah, go get the help, guys, listen, don't be like me, okay, you can prevent forest fires, uh (laughs) sorry i know i've been talking at your guys ear off so let's talk about something different one thing i want to talk about why do y'all hate women I know I, I, I couldn't stop being so serious. But well, no, seriously, though, why do you guys hate women? I don't understand. Let me tell you something about women. I love women. I think women are great. I think they're amazing. I don't care who you are. I love women. I have a mom. I have a sister. I have two sisters. I have aunts. Um, my other aunt passed away last month. Rest in peace to her. I have, but I have aunties. I have cousins. I love women. They're great. They're amazing. They're in my life. It is what it is. My girlfriend's a woman, a woman. <laughs> um, so yeah. But let me tell you something about women, man. They're not only they're strong, but they need to have they should have their own independence. Men, you can't control women. Stop it. It's annoying. And the reason why I bring all this up, I know you guys heard this on WAP. W A P Cardi B and Magda First off, you know what it stands for. I don't even need to say it, but that song is amazing. I love it. Let me tell you something that I care about. I care about, for the sake of this argument, let's say I'm single. I'm not, have a girlfriend, but let's just say I'm single for the sake of argument. If I am sexually attracted to a woman who I want to have sex with and she starts talking about her vagina her WAP you know what the first thing I'm gonna do I'm gonna listen I'm gonna listen to what she has to say cause, it's, she, cause she's talking right up my alley guys she's talking right what I need to hear come on man you guys are sitting here telling me I, I saw a meme the other day it's the meme of the one it's like, a, it's like an older white dude he's taking off headphones he looks disgusted and this guy posted it and it was like female rappers and it was like you know my pussy and and then the the bottom of the meme was like me and it was that picture and i was like really so who's gonna make the meme of male rappers who's gonna make the meme of male rappers my dick And then me taking off my headphones, because I can tell you what every single male rapper, every single, every single one. And this is not hyperbole. Every single male rapper has spoke about his penis. And I don't understand why that's okay. I don't care about that. I don't care what you do with your thing. It's funny because think about the song Magic Stick, 50 Cent and Lil' Kim. Why would I care what 50 Cent has to say? Don't I want to hear what little Kim, if I'm a heterosexual male, I want to hear what Lil' Kim has to say. I don't care what 50 Cent has to say. What he does with his magic stick and what I do with mine are two different things. I don't care what he does. So for me, I don't understand why we hate the song so much. And so some people are like, oh, it's in the bedroom, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Turn on, the, turn on a male rap song. Any of them and they're going to talk about their penis they're going to talk about their dick they're going to talk about how big it is how long it is etc and what they do with it okay there is a song by the yin yang twins called whisper that people loved loved, loved, loved they were a great group back in the day loved whisper if you know the chorus sing it with me wait do you see my dick hey bitch where do you see my dick? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm baffled. Why all of a sudden in 2020? 2020, 2020, I, yeah, right, I don't know what. Yeah, that's right. Two thousand twenty. I don't know what you mean Um. Why in the year two thousand twenty are we upset that some that some two females who are attractive females, women. Sorry are talking about the wet ass pussy. I don't understand why we don't like it as men. What? This whole this whole notion that hey, first off first off Megan Stallion be rapping her ass off. Secondly, Cardi B be rapping her ass off. That song is fire. I love it. I think it's a great song. Because they're talking about things I like, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. I think some, I, honestly, I just, <laughs> I think some of you men are sexually frustrated because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. I, I blame, you know, I blame it on the school system. We don't teach sex ed anymore, and you know, we don't understand. And, and women, I mean, men hate vaginas. That's just how I feel. I understand that it's like the male patriarchy and the suppression of women. I understand that, but goddamn, man. If, if, if a girl starts telling you about you know, about her wop I'm gonna listen that's it I have a girlfriend let me tell you what I don't tell her not to talk about okay so that I don't know I, I do know but you know what I'm gonna leave it alone because listen. If you're a guy listening to this and you don't appreciate a woman for being a woman, just stop listening to me, man. Because I'm I'm listen. I, I love women. All all women, they're amazing. This is what it is. Because there's I'll tell you one thing. I can do. I definitely can't push out a child. I never have, never will. And if men had to push out, I heard this joke years ago. If men had to give birth, there'll be abortion center on every corner, and I fir- I firmly believe that. I, oh, absolutely. I saw a video the other day. It, it was a woman who couldn't make it into the clinic. She was at the door of the clinic and had to stop because she the baby was coming out now. a nurse she was standing up, a nurse, a midwife, whatever you call them because I don't know the terms, came out gloves on, mask on, knelt down, caught that baby with one hand. I've never seen a better catch Odell Beckham eat your heart out. Um, I've never seen a better catch than that. She caught that baby with one hand, put that baby in the mom's bread basket, um, put a diaper on the mom and walked her into the clinic. Let me tell you something I couldn't do. Okay. When I stubbed my toe, I got to take a seat. This lady had a whole human and still walked into the clinic. (sighs) I... How are we the dominant sex? I don't understand. We, we shouldn't be. There's no way. In, uh, oh, I just don't get it. Anyway, that video was ridiculous. If you see the video, it's amazing. I posted it on my Facebook. It's amazing. I posted it on Twitter. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh I can't do it. She had a whole human being. And, and here's the thing. Her husband was holding her hand. That's all he could do. He did nothing. He 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 did nothing. He had nothing to offer. You know what he was? I just watched this movie today. He was Batman in Batman versus Superman when Wonder Woman and Superman was fighting abomination and if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's on you cuz I do. Um Batman was just in the corner like, "All right, you 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 gods, you go ahead and fight. I I'll, I'll be over here chilling." that's what this man was this man was like there's nothing i can do about this baby if that baby hit the ground he couldn't pick it up if that baby came out and walked there was nothing he could do there was nothing he could he just stood there held her hand and then was like okay he had he if you watch that video he did nothing if he wasn't there you would have never knew you would have been like wow she's strong Him there, wow, she's strong. Nothing. He brought nothing to the equation. Helped out not a bit. So, either way. I don't know how I got on that, but... Watch the WAP video. It's it's an amazing video. Listen to the WAP song. It's an amazing song. I listened to it like four or five times last night at work. I was like, this is a jam. They were... Okay. I like it. I like it. Shit. Um. Anyway, I, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I had some other stuff to talk about, but you know what? I'm not gonna hold you for much longer. Um. I don't really, honestly, have anything else, man. Just uh, be be cool, man. Just uh, I, don't know, I ain't really got nothing. Um. Let's see. uh Anything positive today? So, I'm gonna see you guys out. Um, anyway, no, I'm done. I'm done with topics for today. Um, so I'm going to leave you with uh, a little bit of our positivity corner guys. Um, again, if you don't know, I like to be positive and I like to leave you guys, uh, feeling positive with a little positive message. And today it, it kind of goes into what, what I was talking about earlier about therapy and getting better. Okay. Um, Getting off topic a little bit. I, I don't really want this podcast to be where I'm just preaching to you. Again, I want it to be light, I want it to be fun, but I'm gonna talk about some real shit. Okay. I like real shit. Everyone else seems they say they like real shit, but then when real shit happens, they're like, wait, I didn't like real shit. <laughs> so um, but I'm gonna talk about real shit and then I'm gonna talk about shit that I think is funny, or I think that's topical or whatever the case may be. Or just like I did a couple episodes ago. Black Lives Matter, man, that's life. Uh, we're going to keep saying it, and it is what it is, and if you don't like it, okay. Congrats, I guess. I don't know what else to say to you, but that's just the way it is. So, either way, Positivity Corner. That's what we're going to call this segment, Positivity Corner. Um, so, come with me and be positive. Uh, today, small steps in the right direction are better than big steps in the wrong direction. Let me repeat that to you again. Small steps in the right direction are better than big steps in the wrong direction. Okay. And the reason why I chose that today is because it took me a while to get back right. And even though I self-corrected, it's not always the best thing to do. Uh, And I'm not saying that I'm great right now. I still, I still need help. Trust me. I do. So if you can take small steps, And that's what I've been doing, taking these small steps every single day, try to be a better person, try to be a better father, try to be a better human being. That's what I do every day. Okay, I don't really try to do much else. I try to do those things. Like I was telling you guys, when I. Took that job, I took big steps in the wrong direction. I left a job I was great at to go do a job that I was pretty great at as well. Like, don't get twisted. I did a good job at this job. I really did. But I knew it was for less money and I knew I was going to struggle. But I didn't know it was going to affect my sanity. And that's a problem. Okay. So I took big steps in the wrong direction. And I know that. And for what it's worth, you know, I apologized to the owner when I quit. I said, this isn't, I can't, you know. My mind is fucked, and you know. I mean, what could he do? He couldn't. He couldn't make me stay. So, at the end of the day, I took big steps in the wrong direction. Ever since then, I've been taking. I've been taking those small steps in the right direction, and I, and it's been working for me. Like I said, I've been doing some pretty good things, pretty great things for my friends. Uh, and and I'm excited. I'm excited about the future. I'm excited to see what it holds, and I'm excited to do bigger things in the future. So just, I, that, I'll leave you with that. Uh, again, thank you for supporting. Uh, that's going to be the episode for today. A couple things, a couple of, things, couple of little housekeeping notes, if you will. Um, check out my movie podcast. I also have a movie review podcast called Slushy Review. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Slushy Review. Uh, on Twitter uh, we are we are also on Spotify and Apple podcasts as well uh, wherever you can find podcasts wherever they are sold uh, you can check us out it's me and my really good buddy Chris and we are talking about movies okay we are in a quarantine. Uh, Movies theaters are not open, uh, so we can't do new movies, but we're doing old movies, and it's amazing. Right now, we're on the DC series. Uh, If you like comic book movies or superhero movies, we are on the uh, DC comic series, uh, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, Suicide Squad, etc., etc. So, check us out. Like I said, Celestial Review, again, you can find us um, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, wherever podcasts are sold and on Twitter at slushy review. Uh, other than that, I have been Keith. Thank you again for listening. Um, I really appreciate the support again. I'm going to keep telling you thank you because I know you guys are listening and I really do love it. Um, I can't believe you guys are listening to me, but I love it. I love it. I love it. So, uh, again, follow us, like us, subscribe, Uh, and then when that YouTube page gets up and going, I will let you guys know. Thank you again. And peace, love and hair grease.